the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, that it has. Summer is coming past and wake me up until September ends. Little Green Day there. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, everybody. Another Al Gatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer, wherever you are listening to this fine program all across the United States and around the world. We've got a fantastic show for you tonight, a craft beer guest. That's going to be joining me later this hour in the usual news and notes to get to, and lots of fun news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily. Uh, on Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, email at AlbertG at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find all the shows on those two platforms. You can also uh, say to your Alexa that you want to hear us on AM 970, The Answer, and you will get that. We are also on the Hopped Up Network as well. Just go to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You will find my podcast along with lots of others. Uh, mine gets posted uh, before 5 a.m. usually, uh, most Monday mornings. So you definitely want to check that out. And then you can listen to uh, the show at your leisure as it, as it, uh, as it pertains. So coming up in 20 minutes... Chad Emerson, he is the president and CEO of Downtown Huntsville, Inc. That would be Huntsville, Alabama. They have a very thriving craft beer scene, and we will talk to Chad about that, as well as they have a coffee trail as well. They have a craft beer trail. There's a coffee trail. And so we will get all the details on that and uh, all the fun stuff that's going on in Huntsville, Alabama. That's coming up in just about 20 minutes from now. But I want to dive into the news and notes. There's a lot to, to cover and talk about uh, from the last several weeks of what's going on in the beer world, and especially the craft beer industry uh, contributed $79.1 billion, that's billion with a B, to the U.S. economy last year. It was responsible for slightly more than a half a million jobs. This, according to the Brewers Association, just released 2018 Economic Impact Report. It's a 4% improvement from the 2017 numbers. Now, it's interesting because we keep talking about this craft beer bubble and is it going to burst? Well, it hasn't happened yet. Do I think it's going to happen? Uh, I, th- I think there's a possibility we might see a slowdown. As for a bubble bursting, I don't know now. Now, the numbers incorporate finance, finances and employment at breweries, wholesalers, and retailers. California got the biggest craft beer's economic bump with $9 billion. Pennsylvania was second with $6.3 billion. And Texas saw an impact of $5.1 billion. New York and Florida rounded out the top five. That's awesome for New York. Um, Pennsylvania, not surprising, at $6.3 billion. And there, there's a story we're going to talk about in our next segment. Uh, two things Pennsylvania-related. 
uh, one a new beer, uh, the other one about a new tax that has come to Pennsylvania uh, that uh, may be pushing their coffers up just a little bit in terms of uh, the beer industry. And I don't mean this by the brewers. I mean this by the state of Pennsylvania. That's what we call a tease. We'll get to that in our next segment. Uh, Bart Watson, the chief economist of the Brewers Association, said in a statement, with small breweries in every state and nearly every congressional district in the country, craft brewers are a vital and growing part of the economy in cities and towns all across the country. Beer lovers are spending their dollars by supporting small and independent brewers in their local communities and across the country, and its positive impact is evident nationwide. Uh, I don't disagree with Bart. Uh, Again, I've said this before on the program. If I have the opportunity to drink a local beer or a national brand, I'm almost always going to opt for the local brand uh, just to try it and see how it is. And if I don't like it, I'll switch to something that I'm more familiar with uh, from a national standpoint, whether it's a Sam Adams, whether it's a Stone, whether it's a Firestone Walker, whatever the case may be. But if it's a local brand, I'm definitely going to try the local brand first to see if I like it. Uh, It's one of the reasons why I support the local brewery by my house, Wet Ticket, uh, which is one town over from me in Rahway, New Jersey. Uh, very happy with them and the product that they put out. Tim and Al do a fantastic job over there. And uh, it's always one of those, hey, you want to grab a beer at Wet Ticket? Sure. And I, I want to give him the business and allow him to thrive just as much as I love the national guys. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I'm certainly happy to buy uh, national brands when I'm at the store and I want to turn somebody on to craft beer. And, hey, maybe you don't like this, but you might like this. But, again, it's the small breweries that are leading the way in, in terms of economic growth here in the beer business. And I can't wait. There's more breweries that are going to be opening in New Jersey. We've got one uh, opening in Westfield. Uh, probably, they're talking late this year. i got a feeling it's going to be early next year. Uh, you got Bolero Snort hoping to open before the end of the year uh, over in Karlstadt. Literally a stone's throw away from MetLife Stadium. So there's a lot of good things going on in the beer industry. And it's nice to see that the numbers are up and they are not uh, stagnant. So uh, that's that's a good deal. Now, uh, Firestone Walker is, uh, has unveiled their Mole Merkin. This is a spicy spin on the brewery's Velvet Merkin barrel-aged milk stout. Uh, Mole Merkin begins rolling out to all Firestone Walker markets this week in individually boxed 12-ounce bottles. Actually, I think it is out already. Uh, it is the fourth out of five proprietaries uh, vintage releases slated for 2019. i got to get my hands on a bottle of this. i got to find this somewhere. Uh, Gallagher, if you're listening uh, in Jersey, the Firestone Walker rep, you've got to point me in the right direction as to where to get a bottle of this. Uh, Eric Ponce, the barrel program manager, drew upon his own Mexican heritage to create Mole Merc, and it's inspired by family recipes inherited from his grandmother's. Uh, Ponce uh, aged the beer in bourbon barrels with additions of puya chili peppers, cocoa nibs, and cinnamon to capture the essence of the traditional Mexican sauce known as mole, the cinnamon adding a hint of sweet spice. The cocoa nibs bring luscious balance to the medium-lingering heat of the peppers. The result, a smooth, chocolatey stout with its own distinctive kick. That I, I am uh, I'm excited to try this. I love mole, I love stouts, and I love the stuff that Firestone Walker puts out. They just do uh, a phenomenal job. So uh, looking forward to that one. Got to get in touch with Gallagher and see uh, where I can pick up a bottle of this. Now, this is interesting. I know we're going to switch gears for a second, talk music. Um, and I really should have opened up probably with uh, Twisted Sister, uh, but I didn't. But anyway, the NFL has tapped Shakira and Jennifer Lopez to perform in Super Bowl 54. Okay, that's great. I mean, uh, nothing wrong with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. But uh, Twisted Sister frontman Dee Snyder uh, is not happy about this. He says uh, in part that the NFL 
is ignoring heavy and metal music. Super Bowl 54 is set for February 2nd, 2020 uh, at the at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. And um, I don't disagree with D. The problem is, I mean, it's great that D is trying to uh, raise awareness of heavy metal and rock. I mean, I don't know raise awareness. But um, D's band has been broken up now. So, um, you know, Twisted Sister is no more. He's doing his own solo thing. Uh, I don't know who you could, I mean, I shouldn't say that I don't know who you could get. There are certainly people that you could get, bands that you could get to play uh, at a Super Bowl. But the problem is, you're talking about uh, what is the biggest heavy metal band that transcends both metal and pop? I think if I had to name one off the top of my head, it would probably be Metallica is the one that most people know about from a heavy metal standpoint. But they're not going to get Metallica to play. And also, James, I think it's James Hetfield. He's now in rehab right now. They had to cancel a tour uh, uh, down in Australia and New Zealand because he's, ba- he's back in uh, rehab. So um, in order to do that, you'd have to, pull, you'd have to get Metallica to do it. That's really the one band that everybody recognizes. I mean, I have my own personal favorites. Everybody's got their own personal favorites. But the bottom line is Metallica would probably be the only band to do it uh, or at least to be recognizable enough across the country. So I get D's argument, but you know what? Sorry, pal. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. The NFL wants everything corporate and perfect, and I think that's why they, they steer with the safe artists as opposed to uh, going a little bit more risque. Modern Times has released, keeping it in California, Modern Times has released Mega Spaceways. It'll be a double uh, IPA brewed with Nelson Savon, Moteca, and Simcoe Hops. It will be a 19.2-ounce can. Uh, an 8.2% ABV with a 70 IBU. Uh, Modern Times is in New Jersey now. It's in New York. So uh, definitely looking forward to seeing this uh, if I can find it in a can uh, at some point. Great Lakes Brewing is um, has announced that they are going to be distributing their beers in Maryland on October 7th. Uh, that was uh, actually on Monday. That's, that's tomorrow. Ohio's Original Craft Brewery will be available throughout the state of Maryland. It's a partnership with Backup Beverage. Uh, you can find uh, Great Lakes IPA, Commodore Perry IPA, the Dortmunder Gold Lager. Many of um, uh, Great Lakes beers will be sold. The uh, Oktoberfest will be there, uh, as well as Ohio City Oatmeal Stout in October, followed by a fan favorite, their Christmas Ale in November. Uh, customers can follow at GLBC in DMV on Twitter and Instagram. You can visit greatlakesbrewing.com slash events for launch event announcements and regular updates. Also, uh, Stone Brewing has announced just in time for Halloween, Stone Enjoy by 103119 IPA. It's loaded with 10 different varieties of hops, and it's meant to be enjoyed within 37 days. The double IPA uh, from Stone is out now. It is available only on draft uh, across the country and in 22-ounce bottles in California only, so you can't get it in a bottle unless you live in the state of California, but you can get it in draft. Uh, and many of your local merchants uh, nationwide. And finally, 21st Amendment Brewery is now going to be in Michigan. Uh, They have released there in Michigan. They will be distributing uh, packaged and draft beers at retail locations throughout the state of Michigan with Imperial Beverage as their distribution partner. Uh, So, of course, you can get El Sully Mexican-style lager, Hell Higher Watermelon, the Blood Orange Brew uh, Free or Dye IPA, and many of their other IPAs. 21st Amendment across the state of Michigan. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to talk about 
Two iconic brands, one a beer brand and one a candy brand, that are pairing together for the first time in the state of Pennsylvania. If you haven't figured it out by now, you will in just a couple of minutes. And a new tax that's coming into Pennsylvania uh, that I don't think people who buy beer in Pennsylvania are going to be very happy about. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. Guys. Waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. For more information and to register for this trip, go to am970theanswer.com. Do you want to send your child to a Christian school but are overwhelmed by the cost? Then AM970 The Answer's discount tuition program may be right for you. The discount tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to a quality Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area to help parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality, faith-based education. Here are just a few of the participating schools. Hawthorne Christian Academy, International Christian School, Carney Christian Christian Academy. You can see the full list of participating schools at am970theanswer.com. AM970 The Answer is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. For more information on how you can send your children to a Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition or how you can get your school enrolled in the program, go to am970theanswer.com or call 212-857-9630. That's 212-857-9630. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at AM97TheAnswer.com.
Definitely missed this guy. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa ready as well. We're also on the Hopped Up Network. Just go to thehoppedupnetwork.com and you will find my show along with a lot of other great beer casts for you to listen to at your leisure. Coming up in 10 minutes, Chad Emerson, the president and CEO of Downtown Huntsville, Inc., will join me. That's coming up in just about 10 minutes. Uh, earlier this week, Thursday, was Stevie Ray Vaughan's birthday, uh, a guitarist that um, we will not soon forget. Tremendous blues guitarist, uh, got his big break with David Bowie, uh, playing on the Let's Dance album, and then had a, uh, a tremendous uh, solo career that was uh, cut short by that tragedy uh, back in 1990 when uh, his helicopter hit one of the mountains in um, Wisconsin. Just terrible. Absolutely terrible. Missed this guy uh, a lot. Let's get into some more news and notes, though. And we got some news and notes for you. So two Pennsylvania institutions agreeing to work together to bring the world just what it's been missing, chocolate beer. I don't know about that. Uh, there's plenty of chocolate beer that's out there. But Yingling, which is the oldest brewery in the United States that's owned by an independent person, and Hershey, one of the nation's oldest brands, especially when it comes to chocolate, the they have teamed up for Yingling's Hershey's Chocolate Porter, which will be available in 22 states, uh, on tap offerings at bars and restaurants starting uh, in the middle of this month. It's the first time that Hershey has partnered with a beer company. Now, the rumor has it this will be uh, draft only, and then it will uh, eventually make its way to cans or bottles, I'm assuming bottles from Yingling, uh, sometime next year. Uh, this is really cool. I'm intrigued to try it. I'm hoping that my local place will get uh, a keg of this to try. Uh, something different from Yingling. Definitely something that I want to try. I love Hershey's chocolate. Who doesn't? Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens here. But kudos to Yingling and Hershey's. Uh, for combining for this chocolate porter. It's just, it, sounds, it does sound like a perfect beer. I'm surprised it's not a stout, but all right, we'll go with a porter first. We'll see what happens. Uh, we've got another Pennsylvania story to get to, a couple of them. Actually, one, is it one more, two more? No, one more uh, Pennsylvania story to get to. But Costco uh, is looking for Christmas to be a little extra boozy this year. So the Brewer's Advent Calendar sells for about 60 bucks. It contains 24 cans of unique German beer that is unavailable in regular retail stores. Uh, Advent calendars are used to count down to the biggest holiday of the year. Behind each door open daily in December until Christmas uh, is a treat or an image. You might have seen this in um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And, you know, they open up the little door and there's a little picture there. Those are reusable. Some have chocolate in it. And then you throw it out and you buy a new one next year. This one is beer. Um... Uh, they're selling it at a lot of the Costco's across the country. I know they sold them in Brooklyn. I know they sold them in New Jersey. Obviously, they're in California. Uh, th- some people do so- uh, do say, though, that the slogan needs to be, it's the most wonderful time for a beer. I don't know about that. However, um, Arthur Idala got me this advent calendar last year for Christmas. And I have to tell you, it's really cool. It's super heavy. Um, picture: I'm carrying this advent calendar down Broadway to my car. Uh, after he had given it to me. He dragged it on the subway, and God bless him uh, for doing that. So thank you, Arthur, uh, for doing that. And I'll be honest with you, they're they're 16.9-ounce cans. They're big beers. So it took me a while to take a couple out, throw them in the fridge, 
you know, it definitely took me about two months uh, to get through the whole uh, calendar. In fact, I, pr- I think I gave a couple of them away to a couple of my friends who really like German beer. Some were good, some weren't so good, but if you're looking for a unique gift to get a friend and you're a member of Costco, this is definitely something that you should pick up. It's, it's Like I said, it's about 60 bucks plus tax, but it's 24 cans. You can give it to somebody uh, before Christmas and, uh, you know, let them count it down. Give it to them for Thanksgiving. And this way they can count down the beer. So uh, very cool. As we continue on news and notes here on the uh, Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Florida-based Big Storm Brewing Company now expanding its distribution, this time to New Jersey and North Carolina. They had just moved into Ohio in September. Uh, the Big Storm's co-owner, L.J. Giovanni, says, uh, with such great support from our local communities in Florida, we've had immense growth at Big Storm. We're excited to uh, share some of Big Storm's top award-winning beers with consumers in both the Garden and Tar Heel states. Uh, Big Storm will be distributed in New Jersey locally by Shore Point Distribution and in North Carolina by Carolina Eagle Distributing. Both distributors will carry Big Storm's core beers. Uh, that includes Wavemaker Amber Ale, Tropic Pressure Florida Ale, Bromosa Tangerine IPA, Palm Bender Gulf Coast IPA, and Arcus Southern Pale Ale. Seasonal lineup will be available during designated months, including uh, their Oatmeal Stout, Key Lime Shandy, Oktoberfest Lager, and Dunder and Blixum Spiced Ale. Um, they uh, n- Now, what's interesting, and this was a 2019 study done by the research company CNR, uh, New Jersey has seen a 43% growth in its craft beer industry since 2015. That's not a surprise. That's when laws were relaxed to allow uh, the growth of craft beer. Uh, New Jersey, along with Kentucky, which is a t- which has tied it with 43%, has seen more craft brewery growth than any other state. That's great for the state of New Jersey, but obviously this is an out-of-market beer that's coming in. Uh, what I would like to see is more growth in more local New Jersey breweries opening and if uh, anybody in the legislature is listening to this program from Trenton, you guys got to start relaxing some of the rules to let these breweries thrive. They are not a competition against restaurants. Anybody from the restaurant industry that is telling you that is absurd. Now, speaking of a neighboring state in Pennsylvania, this is an interesting story. So Pennsylvania has begun imposing a new tax on beer that is sold directly to consumers from craft breweries this past Tuesday, which was October 1st. Pennsylvania Department of Revenue issued the sales and use tax law in July. The official effective date, as I said, was Tuesday, October 1st. The new use tax is calculated by multiplying 25% of the retail price of the beverage. In most Pennsylvania counties, the use tax will amount to 1.5% in addition to the 6% sales tax. So you'll now be paying, in in most counties, 7.5% sales tax for beer. However, in Allegheny County, which is uh, near Pittsburgh, the additional use tax will be 1.75% due to their 7% sales tax. So you're going to pay 8.75%. And a 2% in Philadelphia due to their 8% sales tax. So you're going to pay 10% sales tax on beer as a, in Philadelphia as opposed to in most counties where you'll only pay a, a, a 1.5%, which would make it 7.5%. So you're going from 10% in Philly, 8.5% in other counties, right? Since 2011, the number of operating craft breweries has grown by more than 300% in Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania's economy greatly helped by the craft beer industry. Nearly $6 billion of generated uh, worth in 2018 and nearly 44,000 people employed in the beer industry in, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania ranks second in terms of full-time employees in the industry after California. But here's the kicker. The Department of Revenue 
will not allow the tax to appear on the receipts. So you don't even know that you're paying you're paying more for your beer, and you assume that it's the brewery that's charging you more, but that may not be the case. And it remains to be seen if the brewery is going to either absorb that cost, and in Philadelphia, why would you absorb? That's 2%. That's a lot of money, right? You think it's it's not a lot, but it really is. And you're charging them 10% tax, but you won't even allow it to appear on the receipt. What's going on here with the state of Pennsylvania? I, I'm a little suspect of this. It should be transparent. It should be, you know, 8% sales tax, 2% this new tax. Now, I'm hoping that the breweries, and I'm sure that they are, I'm really hoping that the breweries are telling the consumers, look, this isn't on us. This is the state that is mandating this, and so we have to charge you this. This has nothing to do with us. I I'm, I'm, I want to know where this money is going. Is this money going into Pennsylvania's coffers? Because they already seem to be making enough money in beer. Or is it is it put in for a general fund for something? Something a little, something is just not right here. I'm hoping that if somebody in Pennsylvania is listening, um, that uh, they get back to me. I know uh, somebody had commented on the post that uh, I had posted on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast uh, page when this uh, story came out a couple of days ago, and I'm trying to find uh, the story here. If you give me just a let's see. Uh, somebody had commented they don't want it shown because that would imply the brewery is charging the consumer another tax. In reality, the brewery is going to decide whether to pass on the tax in the form of a price increase or not. Uh, that from uh, Mike Locke, who follows the uh, Craft Beer Cast page. Um, it, it is really, um, it, it's just very interesting to me uh, why they would do this. And then finally, we'll get into this more hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Then finally, Collective Arts um, co-founder Matt Johnston uh, has his roots in Bahama, in the Bahamas. Matt's uh, grandmother, much of his family are from the Bahamas. Hurricane Dorian hit, uh, a, you know, about a month or so ago, devastated the island. So what Collective Arts is doing, uh, anytime you buy a four-pack of Guava Goza, they are donating $1 from every four-pack sold to the World Central Kitchen. Funds will go directly to the support of Hurricane Dorian victims. That is a great deal. They, they're uh, trying to raise at least $10,000 through their Guava Goza fundraiser. So every time you buy uh, a four-pack of Guava Goza, uh, they will donate $1 from every four-pack sold to the World Central Kitchen, and the funds will go directly to their support of Hurricane Dorian victims. Kudos to Collective Arts. That is a really, really cool thing. Now, when we come back after a short break, Chad Emerson, the president and CEO of Downtown Huntsville, Inc., will join me. They've got a great craft beer trail and a coffee trail that you can follow. And if you go through all the steps and get everything stamped, you're going to get yourself a little prize at the end of that trail. Very cool. We'll get into it with him next. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's overcast and 69 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. A man and a woman are in the hospital after being shot in Brooklyn earlier today. Police say the 22-year-old woman was shot in her arm and leg while the 23-year-old man was hit in the abdomen. The shots rang out around 1 a.m. near Classen Avenue and Park Place in Crown Heights. Both victims are expected to survive and no arrests have been made. Police are on the hunt for the man accused of stealing over $25,000 in cash and jewelry from a queen's home. Cops say that the suspect crept in through a rear window before burglarizing the home on 210th Street Thursday morning. The man then allegedly stole $27,000 in cash, rings, and bracelets from the house. Police say that he fled the location before any homeowners returned. Allegations of sex abuse from decades ago place a Westchester County pastor on administrative leave 
and off the altar. Members of St. Vito's Most Holy Trinity in Mamaroneck have received a letter about the allegations against Monsignor James White. News 12 reports the Archbishop of New York says the district attorney has been notified and an investigation is getting underway. This is one of the most recent allegations filed under the state's new Child Victims Act. In sports, Islanders did beat the Winnipeg Jets 4-1 was that final score. New York Jets uh, fell to the Eagles this afternoon 31-6 and the Giants lost to the Vikings 28-10. Traffic delays, if you're heading into the city at the GWB, you're in good shape. Holland and Lincoln Tunnels have no reported delays. Queens, Grand Central Parkway, East Bennett Union Turnpike, there was a crash here. Traffic is stopped from Jewel Avenue. You've got a disabled vehicle over in Brooklyn on the BQE westbound at 38th Street, causing delays. Then in the Bronx, Grand Concourse southbound, just before the Cross Bronx Fire Department activity keeps that area closed. Weather for tonight, some clouds lower around 67 degrees. Tomorrow, 50% chance of showers, mainly after 3 p.m., otherwise mostly cloudy, high near 74 Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AIM 970, The Answer. If you don't dispose of the unused or expired prescription drugs in your home, they might find a new one. They could end up lost, stolen, or simply misused. Keep them safe. Clean them out. Take them back at the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration's National Prescription Drug Take-Back Day, Saturday, October 26th. To find a collection site near you, please visit DEATakeBack.com. This ad brought to you by the DEA, New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour with my friend Dennis Prager. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of our country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual regions on earth. More than a vacation, this bucket list trip will deepen your faith and expand your mind. I personally want to invite you to join me on this journey. Register today, and I'll see you in Israel. For more information and to register for this trip, go to am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com. Jay Sekulow, live on top of the world. Weeknights at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo. That's G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find all the shows on those two platforms. We're also on the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to thehoppedupnetwork.com. Not only will you find my show, but a bunch of other beer-related podcasts on that platform as well. My guest, my next guest, he is the president and CEO of Downtown Huntsville, Inc. And you might not know this, but Huntsville, Alabama has a thriving craft beer scene. Just hit up the website, downtownhuntsville.org, for more information. Let me welcome on to the program for the first time, Chad Emerson. Chad, how are you? Doing great from here in the Rocket City. Glad to be on with you. You got it. Now, Huntsville has, to my memory, not been a traditional craft beer scene. And when people go on beer vacations, they usually think like North Carolina, San Diego, Seattle. What has changed in Huntsville? Well, within the last, say, seven years, the state legislature modernized the uh, beer laws. So now you can drink higher gravity beer. You can take beer to go from the breweries themselves, whether it be packaged or Crowlers or growlers. So I think when the state modernized 
the laws, we had a lot of brewers ready to move forward. And what does someone have to do? You have this craft beer trail. What does someone have to do to take part in the trail, and what do you get out of it by, by taking part in it? What's fantastic about the trails, we realized we have about nine breweries within about a three- or four-mile radius of downtown, and we said individually they're all fantastic, but collectively, what if we created a trail where you stop by each one, you get a free card, you get it stamped or punched, at the end of the nine, you get a free piece of swag, in this case a bottle opener called the Trail Boss Opener. So it's really a great way for people when they come into town, whether they're locals or regional guests or as far away as y'all, mm-hmm. come in town, experience all nine breweries right in the downtown neighborhood. That's pretty cool. We're talking with Chad Emerson. He is the president and CEO of Downtown Huntsville, Inc. Just hit up their website, downtownhuntsville.org. For more information, as we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Now, Chad, how did you personally get involved with the beer trail? How did you work it out with the breweries and the liquor stores? Because obviously this is it's two different cards. You have a, a liquor store one, and then you have a, um, a brewery one. Were they all receptive to your ideas of kind of uh, putting this together? Yeah, I think everyone realized that in order to get a piece of the swag, they have to visit each place. Mm-hmm. So everyone gets a chance to make a new customer, right? And so we are obviously encouraging people to come and experience downtown Huntsville. We're a beautiful middle-sized downtown. We have a state park overlooking downtown on a mountain. It's just this really, you like Asheville, you'll love Huntsville. And so we said, wow, why don't we get people to experience these collectively? And we have been blown away. We've had people from all over the country come visit the downtown Huntsville Craft Beer Trail. Now, what I like about this, Chad, is not only do you have a craft, uh, craft beer trail, but there's a craft coffee trail as well. Are you involved in this? Because I like these ideas. Drink beer and then hit up the coffee to keep you awake or do it in the reverse. Have some coffee first and then hit the beer trails. So are you involved with this craft coffee trail as well? Yes, we also operate the craft coffee trail, and that's a funny story. Um, We had so many people love the craft beer trail. And a lot of our breweries, you can get non-alcoholic drinks, whether it be ginger ales or craft sodas or craft other beverages. But Mm. they said, as you know, we don't drink, or maybe we're underage. And so we said, we also have this great collection of craft coffee makers, artisan brewers of the caffeine variety right here in downtown. So we connected them, same model. Go to each one, get a card punched, get a card stamped, and that one, at the end, you get a mug. And what's nice about both trails mm-hmm. is that it's not like you have to take your card, mail it in, ship it in handy. No, they hand it to you right there when you get your final stamp. Oh, so that's pretty cool because I know that some places, if you do something similar to this, you have to mail it in and then you have to wait to get it back. So right there, all of the vendors have the, the, the bottle opener or the coffee mug right there. So when you're done uh, with, with visiting all of them, you get it handed to, uh, handed to you right there. That, I think, is uh, a great incentive. We're talking with Chad Emerson. He is the president and CEO of Downtown Huntsville, Inc. Just hit up their website, downtownhuntsville.org. For more information, they have a Facebook page as well. We're right here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So, Chad, let me ask you, the, uh, you mentioned it earlier, but the, the coffee houses and breweries are, are fairly close together. So this is something that people maybe can walk to from place to place, or is it better to Uber? Uh, what's the best way to go about it? So we have actually a concentration of four breweries at a um, venue called Campus 805. Go to campus805.com. It's a former middle school campus converted into an entertainment complex that includes four breweries. Okay. So those are all walkable. All the other ones are really an easy, whether you use our bike share system downtown or whether you use Uber or Lyft. We even have a pedal pub, so you can hop on the pedal pub on select days and ride on one of the pedal pubs between stops. So lots of different ways 
to experience the trail. And if you're in guest in town, you're flying into Huntsville International Airport. We have direct flights from 10 different cities. You can take Uber or Lyft from the airport direct to the craft beer trail. That's pretty cool. Chad, how did you get, how did you yourself get involved in all of this and do in, in, you know, being the sort of the unofficial ambassador of downtown uh, uh, Huntsville? So our organization is similar to a chamber of commerce for downtown. A lot of cities have those. Um, and so what we said is, what what makes our downtown unique? And we started really digging down deep. And there's not a lot of cities our size, 400,000 or so people, that have nine craft breweries right in the downtown area. So we said, let's highlight that, especially because all of these beers are fantastic. And many have won, whether it be Great American Beer Festival Awards or other awards throughout the southeast and the state. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the, the liquor stores, are these places where it's purchased to go, or can you actually... Uh, sip and enjoy some of those because I know that there are in different states it works differently. Like in New Jersey, you can there are liquor stores that you can go into and there's an actual bar there where you can sit and and drink your wares or uh, it's packaged to go. So do the uh, are the liquor stores kind of a, a liquor store slash bar or it's uh, the liquor stores are to take to go? No, to qualify as a craft beer store on the craft beer trail, you have to serve both on premise, so you can buy a pint there, you can have a flight there. And you also have to be able to take it off from it. So you can, if you like the flight, you can fill up your growler or get some cans or some bombers. So uh, that's what really distinguishes them from a bar or from just a liquor store is you can do both, drink on-premise and take off-premise if you really love it. That's great. And obviously uh, along this trail where all these craft breweries are in the coffee houses, there's obviously food uh, for purchase for in, in various spots, or maybe they have a food truck that's outside. Uh, have the restaurants been receptive to this with, with this kind of craft beer trail? Because it obviously not only does it promote the beer, and then obviously you're hungry and you want to get something to eat from the local barbecue place or the local pizza joint or Italian restaurant. Have the re- restaurants been receptive to you guys? Yeah, it's been really fantastic. Um, one of the things about most of our breweries that's really cool is they're a beer uh, maker, but they also have great live events. They have comedy nights. They have trivia nights. They have live music. And several of them actually have restaurants, including two of the largest. One has an incredible pizzeria. Another one has a great, really, from scratch, from scratch kitchen. So when you go on the craft beer trail, it's not just about drinking local craft beer. It's about entertainment. It's about gathering with friends. And it's about great food. A last question from me, Chad. Do you have a, uh, and I know you, you may hedge your bet on this one, but do you have a favorite brewery among the trail, and if so, which one? Um, I have a favorite beer at all nine of them. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, all, uh, they all have their great different styles, and I really mean that. There, there are some that are nano breweries, all the way up to larger production ones. But what's really common among all of them is they all have a unique beer that, uh, that you'll love. So if you like everything from a sour all the way up to an imperial stout, a big IPA right down to a Pilsner. There's everything on the downtown Huntsville Craft Beer Trail. Well, I may have to make my vacation plans for next year to come down to Huntsville, Alabama, and check out uh, the Craft Beer Trail and the Coffee Trail as well. My guest has been Chad Emerson. He's the president and CEO of Downtown Huntsville, Inc. Just hit up their website, downtownhuntsville.org, for more information uh, on the Craft Beer Trail, the Coffee Trail. There's lots of good stuff going on in Huntsville, Alabama. Chad, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Come see us in the Rocket City. You got it up next. It's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder believes the impeachment talk is unwarranted. Somebody who wasn't even on the phone call, heard it secondhand or thirdhand, decided that he or she didn't like what the president said, filed some sort of whistleblower complaint. And because the uh, the uh, administration did not deem the complaint urgent, 
Congress did not get it when they thought they should get it. This is impeachable. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7 on AM 970. The answer. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. You heard me talk about Michaels of Brooklyn and their Iron Chef-style Columbus Day cook-off. On October 13th, we've narrowed down the contestants to a final few, and we would like to invite you to be a spectator. You'll get to taste classic Italian dishes prepared using Michaels of Brooklyn sauce. I'll be one of the panel judges along with the Michaels of Brooklyn family. If you'd like to attend the cook-off and eat some great food, book a reservation at Michaels of Brooklyn. See you there. I'm Tiffany. I have some tips for you on how to quit smoking like I did. First, I did some reading about it. I found a lot of great advice on how to quit smoking and picked out the ways I thought would work best for me. I started by setting a quit date. Then I threw out my ashtrays, lighters, and matches. I did other things, too, like exercising more, and it worked. But I'd still get cravings, especially on long car rides. To help me with that, I put a picture of my mother in my car. She died of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes when I was only 16. Now I have a 16-year-old daughter. That picture of my mother reminds me that I don't want to miss all the things my daughter is going to do in her life, including turning 17. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. Joe Piscopo wakes you up at 6 a.m. Kevin McCullough takes you home at 5 p.m. Weekdays on AM 970. The answer. All right, D. Snyder, there it is. It's not the Super Bowl, but it's my show. How's that? Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer is the final segment of the show. You can follow me very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com, slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. Email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows on those two platforms. Alexa ready as well, and we're also on the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to the hoppedupnetwork.com. You'll find my show along with a plethora of other great beer casts to enjoy uh, at your pleasure. Before we get into uh, suds and duds real quick, 
You know, I, I, I generally I don't go to football games as a fan. I work uh, for ESPN Radio on Sundays uh, doing uh, the Giants and Jets, covering them nationally. But I thought this was too funny of a story not to mention uh, in the broadcast. Um, so, you know, when you go to a game and you buy a beer, it's usually incredibly expensive. Whether you're buying a Bud or a craft beer or whatever it is, it's going to cost you anywhere between 10 and maybe $20 uh, for a beer, depending on how much they're pouring you, right? So uh, apparently at last Sunday's Dolphins-Chargers game at Hard Rock Stadium, uh, a fan apparently bought beers, two beers at a game, uh, and was charged $724 for two beers. Now, I've heard of expensive beers, uh, but this is outrageous. So it turns out vendor Nathaniel Collier was arrested for charging this fan $724 for two beers at at the game at the Hard Rock Stadium uh, in Miami. Collier apparently swiped the fan's card with a personal card reader instead of the device issued to vendors at the stadium. So he snuck this device in to get this guy's card. The fan, however, received an alert from his bank shortly after the transaction to warn him of the large charge. It also included the vendor's name. So, again, criminals are stupid. So why would you be dumb enough to bring a reader, an illegal reader, to the game, right, and then have your name on it? Like a dummy. So you could clearly see that this guy is not the smartest guy in the world. Apparently, Collier, a 33-year-old walking vendor, I'm sure not anymore, was working for Rocketman, a subcontractor, and not Hard Rock Stadium or the Dolphins. Rocketman issued a statement to the Miami Herald uh, saying Collier was fired following his arrest. Uh, As the chosen provider of walking vendors across dozens of stadiums, we take the matter of security extremely seriously and train and monitor our vendors to safeguard our customers. Rocketman said in the statement, our on-site supervisor contacted the authorities immediately upon learning of the overcharge on what was Mr. Collier's unauthorized personal device. The company also issued a full refund to the fan. He is facing Collier as two felony charges of using a skimming device and third-degree grand theft. Uh, He was issued a $10,000 bond. Folks, Criminals are stupid. Pay attention. And by the way, it's a good thing this guy had this app on his phone because if he didn't, he wouldn't have known about it until he got home or maybe the next day. And then what? Then you have to dispute the charges, et cetera, et cetera. So always download your app that will notify you of those things on your phone. And you see a bill for $724 for two beers at a, at a, uh, at a stadium. You kind of got overcharged. Anyway, let's move on. Suds and duds here. Uh, it's all about the sours. So a couple of weeks ago, Paragon Tap and Table was doing a sour night, uh, and I've become a big fan of sours now um, ever since my taste buds changed from my chemo and radiation. And let me tell you something. There are some very good sours out there. Some not so good, but some that are very good. Beach House Brewery uh, has been impressing me over the last several months. There goes a lemon lime. Very nice. Nice lemon, slight lime flavor. Very nice. Easy drinking. Uh, this is just a nice starter uh, kind of sour beer, and I have been very impressed uh, with Beach House's offerings uh, over the last several months. In fact, I'm going to have to take a trip down to the brewery very soon. They have a beautiful, gorgeous place in Belmar that overlooks the ocean. Got to get down there uh, very soon. Uh, Magnify has a, a Don't Stop Now. It's uh, with pineapple and peach. Uh, definitely tasted like a smoothie to me, but I got a slight burn on the back end of it. For some reason, Magnify's beers burn the back of my throat. I don't know if it's the lactose. I don't know if it's whatever they're using in their mix. I I just don't know what it is, but every time I drink a Magnify beer, I'm not a fan of it because of that burn. I don't understand why it is. I want to like them. They just, they don't give me a reason to really like, wow, I got to go out of my way. I've never purchased cans from them. 
I, I will avoid them on the on the taps. It's just, it's it's a personal preference of mine. I just don't like that burn uh, in the back of my throat. I don't know why that is. It's it's very puzzling. Um, Jug Handle uh, had a Sour Wheels Blackberry and Key Lime. This was more of a wine-forward sour for sure. Uh, I'm not a big fan of pomegranate. Um, it really overpowered the blueberry uh, in this particular beer. Um, I, it just, I want that balance of flavors. If you're telling me there's pomegranate and bl- uh, blackberry in it or blueberry, you got to give me, um, you got to give me that balance, not one over the other. Otherwise, it's just not going to work for me. So, uh, was not a fan of that one. Acid Blend Jams Mixed Volume 1 by Brick City. Uh, the best of the bunch of the first flight that I had uh, of the sours from Paragon. Smooth, yet just enough tartness in it. Uh, this is just a great beer. Brick City is just killing it. Uh, they are about five minutes uh, from MetLife Stadium uh, right over in Little Ferry. You definitely want to check them out. One of the best ones that I had, and no surprise here, is from Grimm, just intonation. Uh, loads of raspberry flavor. Like... Almost like tasting a pureed raspberry, uh, but in, a, in an adult form with, with booze in it. It's just a really good beer. Uh, I, I love the stuff that Grimm does. They seem to knock it out of the park every single time. Definitely something uh, that uh, you should pick up if you, if you have a chance or if you see it on tap somewhere. Definitely try it uh, from Grimm. Just intonation. Have to get over to Grimm in Brooklyn uh, one of these days. As we continue on our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, another good one from Upland Brewing Company. I've had a couple from these guys before, and this is definitely uh, worth the, uh, worth the, the, the taste. Their uh, 2019 version of peach, it is bursting with peach flavor, sour, tart, a little bit of wine taste too. Just just all the right things. You get that sourness when you drink it, the tartness on the back end, that wine kind of flavor uh, as it settles in your palate. This is just a really, really good beer. If you enjoy sours, if you enjoy a, a, that wine type of sour, even if you if you have a friend who's a wine drinker and is not necessarily a beer drinker, this might be a good beer for them uh, to sample. Again, sours sometimes tend to be more wine-like uh, than anything else. And this is definitely something that would, uh, for the wine lovers uh, in your uh, drinking world, they would definitely like something like this. Um, From Flying Dog, this was interesting. Um, Salty Bitch American Tart. This is their, um, um, I guess, Goza uh, version. And I I love the guys from Flying Dog. This is probably the, the, the worst beer that I've ever had from them. I'm getting some smoke from this, some orange, some acid, there's a slight tartness. Um, the orange is supposed to be in there, but it was very, very salty. Like I, I described it to somebody at the bar that night as if you had a pretzel and you licked it and then you gave it to somebody else and they ate it. Like that's what it tasted like. It tasted like somebody licked a pretzel before they gave it to me and I just didn't really like that salty taste. And it was overtly salty. Like it's almost something that I would add to like pasta or something to get some more salt in the pasta. I don't know. It's just it just it's an odd beer. It's definitely not something that I would try again. No uh, no offense to the folks at Flying Dog, just not up my alley. Um, had a Wyndham Flora by Hermit Thrush Brewing. Uh, this these guys are great. They really do a great job up in Vermont. Uh, slightly tart, nice wine quality to it. Delicious, just a fantastic beer. Uh, I got turned on to them at the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest. Uh, over in Brooklyn back in May, and I uh, had a couple of beers from them. That I have not had a beard beer from them yet. They really have done a fantastic job, and they are in New Jersey now, Hermit Thrush. If you see them, 
Definitely pick them up. Got to get somebody on from Hermit Thrush. They are really good. Uh, enjoyed them a lot. Uh, Prairie Artisan uh, Ales came out with a pink guava funk. Uh, dry guava, not bad. It needs a little bit more sour to me. I, I wasn't really impressed, and I like a lot of stuff that Prairie uh, does, but this one was just not something that um, that hit me the right way. Uh, and then had a, a miscellaneous volume two by Off Colored Brewing. This was a different, funky apricot with a slight cotton candy flavor. It was very interesting. It was a, a, compl- a, a very complex type of sour. I, I, you know, they they said it was apricot forward, but that cotton candy kind of threw me off a little bit. It was interesting, and the cotton candy was on the back end of it. You got that apricot right up front, but then at the very end of it. He got that little cotton candy flavor, which was uh, which was interesting and different. Had a firecracker by Six Point Brewing. Uh, tart with bite, not sour at all. Uh, a lot of vanilla flavor in this. Um, I guess there's supposed to be a sour IPA. To me, it kind of missed the mark. And then uh, to, to finish the sours that night, had a Rodenbach uh, Alexander, the, the classic. It is the original, still the best. Uh, it's just a great... Uh, wine type of sour. It is perfect. The, Rodenbach is the perfect beer to introduce to a wine uh, connoisseur, a wine lover, uh, to get them into a sour beers. It's definitely a perfect beer. And then finally, wanted to finish off um, with the uh, Wet Ticket as a new Pilsner out. It's called the Perfectly Played Pilsner. Uh, Tim has finally put out a Pilsner after two years, and it is fantastic. It is perfectly balanced. It is light on the ABV. Uh, it is just a delicious beer. Once again, Tim Pewitt and his guys, uh, as well as Al Povaleski, uh, over at uh, Wet Ticket in Rowway, New Jersey, just knocking it out of the park. Kudos to you guys. It is a fantastic beer. Folks, we're out of time. My thanks to everyone, including Chad Emerson, the president and CEO of Downtown Huntsville, uh, Inc. Go check out Huntsville, Alabama. they got a great craft beer scene, as well as a great coffee scene. And of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.